Who do you work for, really? Each one of us has a calling. Have you heard this before? Your workplace is your mission field, wherever that may be. You either work for him or work against him, but you work for someone. Who do you really work for? Is it your clients, your boss, your family, yourself, or your Lord? This isn't a trick question. There is a right answer. You're either all in or all out. Are you for him? I am. In fact, I work for him. Hey, Jim, who do you work for? I work for him. I work for Jesus Christ. I want to be your let me introduce you to the host of the I Work For Him show, Jim Brangenberg. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You've tuned into the I Work For Him radio show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. Take a minute and listen. I Work For Him, is, it's not a program that you sign up for. It's a mentality. It's a way of living. It's a permanent shift in your Christ-following paradigm. It's a revolution that's happening in the workplace, and it's about bringing the kingdom of God into places where the kingdom is ignored. Keep in mind that your existence in your workplace, it's not by chance. It doesn't matter what you do or where you do it. Whether you're a pastor, a car mechanic, an attorney, a teacher, a mom, a used car salesperson, your work, it matters to God. And he expects you to be his representative in your workplace. And in your workplace, to recognize that that's your mission field. And in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Now, I know you've heard me say this tons and tons of times, but every day we need to be reminded that going to work is not just to draw paychecks so we can buy groceries. Going to work every day is an opportunity to be a light for Christ. Each day on the I Work For Him show, we try to bring you the practical, the tactical, the factual, and the biblical ways to incorporate your faith into your workplace. I don't come to you as an expert. I don't come to you as somebody that's got this all figured out. I'm just one guy trying to live my life transparently so that you can maybe gain something in order to be an effective witness for Christ in your workplace. Our paradigm shift is described like this. Romans 12.2, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Welcome to the I Work For Him Zone. I hope you're never the same. You know, each day on the I Work For Him show, we focus on discussions that will challenge you to change the way you think about workplace ministry and your life in Christ. And today we're talking about an incredible book written by Andy Mason called God With You at Work. And it's part of the Heaven and Business series. And we've got Andy Mason, the director of Heaven and Business at Bethel Church in Redding, California. Call it all the way from Redding, California, right here to be on the I Work For Him show. Andy, Ma- Andy Mason, welcome to the I Work For Him show. Thanks so much, Jim. You know, people will figure out very, very quickly that you're not exactly from Redding, California. <laughs> yeah. You're my, my first guest ever to have a New Zealand accent, and I'm thrilled to say Thank it. you. That's Thank right. You. You're the number one. But before we get talking about you, I really want to talk about how Christ is making a difference in your life today. Yeah. If, are you talking about today, today? Today, today. today so, okay, well, today, like recently, you know, how's he making a difference in your life? I, I know you've given your life to Christ. That's a given. Nobody's a guest on my show unless that's happened. I want to know what's new, what's great. How is God using you and shaping you in an in incredible fashion today, recently? Two things. Uh, firstly, I I love to read my word every day. So this morning I've been reading about Daniel and just having just this connection with God over how much Daniel was so bold, not just Daniel, but Daniel and his three buddies were so bold in their work role, saying to the, the, the most powerful 
person on their planet, hey, uh, we we don't actually, we don't fear you at all. Uh, we're not worried about the outcome, but we know God's going to rescue us. And just listening and reading the favor and the boldness and the supernatural that displayed there through their life, that just lit me up again this morning. Uh, second thing was, uh, we just... Uh, start stepping more and more out in terms of what are we doing in our local community. I've got a, a speaker coming recently or coming soon to Reading. His name's Ray Edwards, rayedwards.com. He's a copywriter and, a, and just a very, very good marketing guy. So he's coming to connect with me and what we're doing with Heaven and Business, but I've got some connections in this city, so we're making him available to benefit our city at the same time. So just so excited, stepping back and knowing that God wants the city to prosper and seeing how I can partner with the city and with my friends coming to visit and we can just see these things start to happen in our city, which is just crazy exciting. Now, have you guys gotten involved in the local chamber of commerce there in Redding, California in order to be able to uh, uh, become more of an influencer? How are you getting to the point where your church and your ministry and the I Dream culture, I mean, how is that all how are you getting an opportunity to make an impact locally in your community? The first, the, the, the connection is more through the Economic Development Corporation. Okay. So the, the, the interesting thing with a city is that there's so many different avenues to get involved, whether that's medical, government, uh, service, the poor. There's so many different. And I can be overwhelmed by just the opportunities. But what I'm learning to know is where is my strength and where is my strength most greatly uh, invested and where, do, where is God calling me to invest? And so for me personally, that's in the business community. Uh, last year, I did a, uh, got selected to do a leadership reading course, which is a community course for uh, rising leaders in the community. And they present to us over a period of 12 months the different, uh, the different aspects of the community and the things going on in each. And then from that, you can determine who are the key people and where can you get involved. Uh, but I was already connected with some of the key business people in the community just because that is where my heart is. Uh, so about three years ago, we were starting to do things, uh, just started a, a, a track, which is a, a selected subject within the School of Ministry here, and I was doing it on heaven and business. We were building it from scratch. And so the more that we were doing with these business students, the more some of the local business people were hearing of what we're doing. So I connected with the president of the local economic development corporation. So just talking with him, and, and it was a fascinating connection because uh, the majority of believers that he'd connected with prior to connecting with me had an agenda, as in the reason that I'm your friend is because I want you to join my beliefs, which is a pretty unfriendly way to make friends. And doesn't necessarily influence the city very well well his first questions were you know what's your agenda and why are you doing this and and i could just honestly answer because i want to see a city prosper and i believe god wants the city to prosper and the more we built this relationship over the period of time over these last three years at the time his comments were that his board their only attitudes towards bethel church was animosity was his words and now that's in spite of us doing a lot with the poor, a lot in that community, the traditional church involved in the community uh, aspects. Over the last three years, a number of things have changed. Uh, one, the School of Ministry is now doing projects in the city to help 
where the city's struggling financially, they can do projects like cleaning bridges, clearing up parks, huge difference. So not just doing what we think the need is, but actually asking the city, what's your need and how can we help you? Uh, the, the, a separate trust is taken over the management of the civic building and running that with excellence, which is connected to Bethel, uh, with what has been happening with the business community, which is not just what I've been doing, but a series of different things. Over the last three years, uh, the EDC president has said, still a friend of mine, has said that the attitude towards Bethel, the local church, has gone from animosity to only admiration to the point where uh, we're just launching an entrepreneur center and we were the first person that he called to say, hey, we want to partner with you on this because you're doing great things in the city. That's fantastic. It's a perfect example of how we can get involved in our communities and start making a difference because people need to see that Christ has changed our lives. And we do that first by service. I mean, we're, we, we and doing it in unity uh, instead of telling people how wrong they are and the sin that's in their life. That's incredible. How big is Redding, California? How many people? We're talking 100,000 people if you add them all up. Okay, so it's so in in Florida size compared to Tampa Bay, fairly small, but still a hundred thousand people is a lot of people, uh, and, and and that's Northern California. So the weather's just starting to get nice there, right? Because it's desert, you know, and it's hot during the summertime, but it's now it's start probably perfect, right? Oh, it's it's a beautiful city. We've got we've got the best fly fishing in the world. We've got a lakes. There's a there's a wonderful lake an hour north of us. Uh, well, it's not even that. It's only probably 20 minutes north. There's mountains all around, but it, it's it's what they they uh, they jokingly say the armpit of California because it's the head of the Sacramento Valley. So uh, Lake Shasta is at the north of us. Um, there's a series of lakes and mountains all around, but it's the head of the valley. So we don't get a ton of uh, wind in the summer, so it can get uh, nicely over 100 degrees. But I guess compared to Florida. Uh, we have very, very low humidity, so it's not bearable. <laughs> yeah, we get we we do have some humidity here in Florida, but it never gets anywhere near a hundred. So I mean, that's <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it doesn't. It, you know, I I live out on the beach, and it's ninety three during the day, and it's eighty at night. That's what it is for five straight months. All right, when we come back, Andy, I really want to talk about how God moved you from New Zealand, which is an incredible country, uh, an incredible. Uh, island and, and moving it all the way up from way down under all the way to Redding, California. I want people to hear that story and how God moved in your life and the way and moved in your life, the life of your family and, and what God's doing today in at Bethel Church in the Heaven and Business series. Okay. We just got started talking with Andy Mason, the director of Heaven and Business at Bethel Church in Redding, California. And we're going to get talking about his book, God With You at Work, but we're still hearing about how God got him from New Zealand all the way to Redding, California. So, Andy, share how that story, how God got you and Janine, I believe is your wife's name, and your three kids. Three kids? You have three kids, Four right? kids. Four. Well, I, I missed one. I'm sorry. I should have looked at the picture before I said that. Yeah. So how, yeah. how God got you and your wife and your four kids from New Zealand to Redding, California. Yeah, thanks, Jim. Uh, we This was, uh, so we're talking now 2008. Uh, we've been here now just coming up six and a half years. Uh, at the time, I was working in finance. So background in agriculture. So from shepherding, horse dogs, 12,000 sheep, 500 cattle, through to uh, business, agricultural business consultancy, through to, at the time, I was working 
um, in relationship management with New Zealand's largest agricultural bank. At the same time, very involved in a local church. Uh, never, ever thought we would leave. We're part of the succession plan for the church, uh, involved as a business person is, as a trustee, uh, doing finance courses, discipleship, and so on, and also then doing international development uh, in Uganda, um, where we're doing microfinance and often program and leadership development. So super, super invested. Uh, my parents were living within an hour and a half, and my wife's parents within 10 minutes of where we were. So that just gives you a little bit of context. And the church that we're part of is a wonderful, wonderful church, uh, Pastor Mike Connell, Bay City Outreach Centre in Hastings, New Zealand. So why would anyone want to live leave that place? But at the start of that year, we just felt like God was saying, uh, there's some changes going on. We're praying about it and we're not really sure. We wanted to give our lives to build the lives of people more. And we're wondering, how is this working? So he spoke to Pastor Mike and said, hey, is, is this... Is there some change going on here? Are we, uh, you know, is, are we supposed to come on staff to do this? And and Mike's like, gracefully, just the wisdom of God. No, I'm not sure where you fit here, but nothing's going to change here right now. So it's not that pastoral role. So I took a promotion to be a, a regional manager within the bank, thinking that's going to be the development side of things. But the closer I got to starting that, um, the more I realized it's going to take me away from family, away from just some of the core non-negotiables we're in our lives, and I'm thinking it doesn't work. So it's not business, and it's not church traditional ministry. It's I'm, I'm kind of trapped between two worlds. Uh, I traveled that May to with a friend back to Uganda for the last time, and I was just talking, like, what do I do? It doesn't seem to make sense. And he said this profound statement, uh, why don't you pray about it? Which I'm sure, Jim, you would have advised earlier on. But maybe, it wasn't maybe. so much... It wasn't so much praying about whether it's business or church, but whether God wanted us to move geographically, which had never entered our minds. So I remember coming back, writing down, God is our future in this location, never, ever thinking we would leave. And within one week, he spoke three times about leaving everything and going to a brand new country. Fantastic. Okay, so, and, and and everybody, not everybody knows how incredible New Zealand is. The only reason I know is because I've watched the Lord of the Rings trilogy many, many times because my son and I watch it all the time. And, and most of that was filmed in New Zealand, if not all of it. And what an incredible countryside that is. So, and the people, I'm sure the people are fantastic as well. So, so God moves you to Redding, California to be part of this church, Bethel Church. Did you know when you were moving up there that you'd be starting this division within the church called Heaven and Business? No, not at all. Uh, we, to be honest, we had no idea why we were even coming. Um, I'd always imagine if God was going to move us overseas, it would be somewhere like Africa or Asia or somewhere that, that in our mind, on my mindset, was a non-Christian country. Uh, and so to come here and come to Bethel, it's like, well, God, why, what are we doing here? So that was, it's been this crazy journey of just learning to trust God and follow Him. And then in the process, uh, we've kind of stumbled into more and more of realizing Oh my gosh, the last 15 years of our lives prepared us for these very things that we're walking into now. And you also realized that you were moving to a non-Christian country and to the most non-Christian state in the country, right? I mean, and that which, that's what you realized, isn't it? Well, compared to a lot of the world, it's, it's a, it's, it is amazing how open 
people are here to talking about Jesus, to receiving prayer uh, compared to the country that I was growing up in. Hmm. Of course, I wouldn't have that perspective, but it just, I look at it the way it is, and it's changed in the last 50 years of my life, and I think, wow. You know, I used to think of our country as a Christ-following country, but, you know, there are tremendous amount of people that are out there following Christ each and every day, but there's also a lot of people today that don't even know who Jesus really is, except associated with the swear word. So it, it it's tough. So how you, you, you've written a book, which is associated with this, this series that you've started, this Heaven and Business series. How did you come to start this program at Bethel Church called Heaven and Business? So we got here in 2008, so it's about, it was the 30th of August, 2008. And uh, so my wife and I have four children, aged two, four, six, and eight at the time, and didn't know anybody here. So I was doing the School of Ministry, so Bethel Supernatural School of Ministry, uh, which is just a brilliant time for me to have my identity in Christ reestablished. I said, like, uh, cracks in my identity foundation were being repaired. So wonderful time, but it doesn't explain why am I here. Well, in that process, um, it's, it's more of a vocational uh, training school where you learn to do the works of Jesus rather than just hear about them and know them by off by heart. So we're out there doing the miracles, learning to learning how to hear the voice of God learning how to show the world that God is really good. So we're doing all these different activities, but my heart is for a business community and the realization that if we want to see cities transformed, then there's got to be uh, something done in the economic community in order to see cities transformed. It's every aspect of society. So I started to ask uh, uh, the people at the time over the the activation slash outreach department, what, what can we do within the school and the business community? And they were not sure, so they just released me with permission to go and play. <laughs> well, they connected me with a, a particular business, uh, well, he's more of an, uh, he's like a consultant project manager. Uh, and I went down there, I heard from God what was going on, what I felt like God was saying. I walk into this business, and the very thing that God has spoken to me about, talents flourishing, Matthew 25, is written in this banner across this business wall, and it's not a Christian business. And so it was the start of this wonderful relationship with a guy by the name of Rick Sabrocker of Spirit Solutions, uh, who has really built an amazing environment where people truly come alive. Um, they build a business from nothing to $15 million turnover in the in the high-tech startup company, and they did that in four and a half years. And in the process, people are learning to hear the voice of God. Uh, they're doing the business. They're protecting this culture. And so it was this journey of uh, connecting with Rick and then connecting with some other business people. And the more that we did, the more we are exploring, the more hungry we became to see more. Uh, one of the other key connections was Blake and Linda Schellenberg in Portland. Uh, he's a, a general manager or a partner in an insurance company, but and by, it's not by night, but every week they activate about 100 different business people to go into local businesses and pray and just really re- release the resources of heaven and see miracles happen businesses turn around and so many practical things happen so it was really this journey of starting there and just saying what if there's more and how do we go after it and i i know what it is to live excellence and i know what it is to live integrity and live kingdom principles 
But where's, where's the demonstration of the power of God in the marketplace? Because I know that that's not limited to a pulpit. Amen to that. And so you, you're asking that question, you know, where's the demonstration of the power of God in the marketplace? And how did you convince your church to actually adopt that and say, okay, let's run with this? So at the time I was working with uh, Danny Silk, who was the, initially the family life pastor, but he was transitioning out of that and really saying for 2,000 years we've focused so much of our church activities on fixing the broken, which is, let's never stop that, but what are we doing to build champions in order to see the world truly impacted and, and won? We cannot just fix broken, but what are we doing to release and empower people to live fully alive in their dreams, the desires that God's placed in their heart, to live that out as sons and daughters of God? All creation is not waiting for more servants or orphans. They're waiting for sons who represent a father. So that's what we were starting to build this this department with Danny Silk, which was called Global Transformation Institute, which is all about how do we train up tomorrow's Mother Teresa, William Wilberforce, uh, Martin Luther King, uh, to walk in the presence and power of God, to be relationally strong cultural reformers. And as we started to form this department, Building Champions, really, I guess God dropped in my heart these different realms that we had favor in, one being business, another government, and another uh, education. And so then my greatest heart and and favor is in this business realm. So it's been really an idea, and as we've just kept advancing and growing in favor both within Bethel and within the community and seeing the results uh, is so much in the heart. It's always been in the heart of Bethel is really to say, how do we take kingdom culture uh, and translate that into a language that is applicable in two different realms of society? That's fantastic. Now, are you guys available to help other churches learn this whole thing? I mean, because you guys have you guys have figured this out now. Are you guys available to help other churches do the same thing? Yeah, I wouldn't say that we have it figured out because there's too much. There's too much of the kingdom. It's like a lifetime or an eternity. I think of learning more and more. But I, I, I think we're just on this journey of starting to live out this kingdom lifestyle that affects every single aspect of life, from my family, through to my personal life, through to the boardroom, through to the battlefield. Nope. Uh, there is no. There is no. Difference. Right, we've been talking with Andy Mason, the director of Heaven and Business at Bethel Church in Redding, California. Andy, welcome back to the I Work for Him show. Thanks, Jim. All right, so I want to talk about your book, and I really want to end. I want to make sure we give people some real practical stuff. Your book is very, very good. In fact, I want to do my book highlight segment, but I'm going to wait till we talk about it a little bit. But, you know, your book, God With You at Work, is filled from the beginning to the end of just great inspirational thoughts and practical ways to be very specific about bringing your faith into the workplace. What, you know, how did God prompt you to write this book? Um, t- to be honest, it's it's been a a series of it's really just my life in process, and and that's why we called it a series rather than a than the the ultimate book. It's it's just really a piece of my journey of how I have learned to partner more with God in the workplace. Um, it started by really the first ever workshop we did here. Uh, I just had everybody else doing their thing, all these 
people that I respected that are amazing in business. And the more that we progressed, the more that the people around me said, well, Andy, you need to share more about what's happening with yours. And I've always, like many of us, uh, we don't think we're qualified. We don't think we're good enough. We've got all the reasons that we see why we're not able to do that, and there's always someone better. But in this process, I remember Blake and Linda uh, Schellenberg would continually say to me, Andy, get over it, get on with it. It's something that God's placed in you. Uh, you better let your, your voice be heard. And so as we just started to do this again and again and again, and we're practicing locally and practicing and experimenting within the School of Ministry, that these series, this, this kind of process, I guess, uh, it wasn't, I can't say an angel showed up and said it's this. It's more <laughs> been... This is just the, the process of realizing, okay, these are the foundations for me. Uh, these are some of the foundational things that helped move me from, uh, from being uh, just a person that loves God, uh, loves to serve, uh, loves to, to represent Him in my workplace, uh, and loves people, to how do I, what, what do I need to overcome to involve Him more in that, and without this being some uh, some shortcut to success that people wouldn't just think this is not some other uh, get rich quick scheme or some uh, shortcut to some kind of power which is not at all well okay so when people are reading this book and you've had a lot you've been it, this book's been out for a little bit uh, it well like several months now right Correct. Okay. As people are reading this book and going through your classes, the Heaven and Business workshops that you guys do, what kind of impact are you seeing it making on their lives as you open up their eyes? What are you seeing? What are some of the stories? Well, I mean, this is, I, I'm blown away by these sorts of things starting to happen. Just, you know, who would have thought that a small town country boy from New Zealand would come and see these things start to happen? both locally and because of what Bethel has been going after for decades, just saying, okay, this is what that looks like in the business realm. So we see, uh, I see a, a guy by the name of Brian comes to a workshop. Uh, he he works in the aircraft audio um, field of, of work, his own business, but on the side he does trading. Uh, so like options trading. If you're not familiar with that, just just think it's like share trading. <laughs> just think about and, it. It's, it's like going to the craps table and shaking the dice. It, options yeah. trade, very, very dangerous. Yes. Yeah, it, it could be for people yeah. that study it and know what they're doing right. and they have processes in place. There's, it's, it's not just some form of gambling. Well, I understand. I'm, I'm sorry to mean to make it sound, but that's true. I mean, it, it is very yeah, sophisticated. Yeah. I, I, don't want, I don't want to validate any of that side of it. Um, <laughs> Especially coming from a background in finance, which is the, the same with that that trading side of things. So, so Brian is sitting at the back, and and uh, I come over to him and say, "Hey, how you doing?" And he says, "Well, I've I've got neck pain." I said, "Oh, can I pray for you?" So we pray for him, and and he feels the presence of God like peace just surround him like a blanket, and immediately the pain drops fifty percent. So we always celebrate what God is doing rather than getting hung up on what hasn't happened. So we just celebrate that 50% of the pain's gone. Well, I, I wander off, but he just stays there just enjoying this communion with God. And in that communion with God, he has this random thought across his head. I should do a trade on Apple shares. So he's like, okay, well, 
this is not what I would have been normally thinking about in this moment. But he pulls out his iPad and then uh, and takes a position, so it's a six-month position, on Apple shares. So the way that works is if they certain... if it's a protected position. If it rises a certain amount, you make a certain amount of money. If it falls, you have a, a particular uh, maximum amount that you would lose on it. And it's a fairly long-term position, and it's fairly safe given that environment. So he puts his iPad away and thinks, well, I'm not going to hear any more of that for a while because that's a six-month position. Well, 24 hours later, he walks back into a meeting and his phone goes off. Someone has purchased his option at a 20% plus gain, which nets him $50,000. He's blown away. But what it triggers him into doing is learning to hear God speak to him about the day-to-day operation of his business. So over the next period of time, he would hear God ask him questions. What would you do if this happened? And he had no answer. I mean, it wasn't, wasn't like God needed to know the answer. So he'd go away and he'd research, I'd do this, I'd do this. He'd come back and then he'd hear God say, well, what would you do if that happened? And so he'd research what would happen if that would go on. Well, over a period of two weeks, he developed a strategy to better manage the risk and anxiety associated with that business to the point where over the next, so that was September of last year, through to January so from September through to January, his, he emailed me his bank account balance. And he said, it's, it's gone so well, just following and involving God in every aspect of the business. I'm now in the 53% tax quartile, and I still owe the IRS a couple million dollars. And then he laughs, and he says, well, I guess I'm part of God's solution to bless the country. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. All right, so that's that's one story, and I want to take a minute now to just do our book highlight segment so we can get people calling in now. Every day, our book highlight segment is brought to you by Karis Christian Books and Gifts. Karis Christian Books and Gifts have been part of the Largo community for over 29 years, located in the center of First Baptist Church on Indian Rocks and Ulmerton Road in Largo. Their 2,400-square-foot store is open to the public seven days a week. Check them out online at shopcaris.com, shop, C-H-A-R-I-S.com. Be the first person to call into the studio line today at 855-265-2929, 855-265-2929, and, I'll, and we'll have Andy. Andy send you a copy of his book, God With You at Work, part of the Heaven and Business series. God With You at Work by Andy Mason, living out kingdom principles and displaying godly character are minimum standards, but there has to be more than just working hard and harvesting the fruits of your labor. God is not limited to the to a pulpit, but where is the tangible evidence of a supernatural God with you every day in your business? God With You at Work will validate you in your calling as a business person. It will launch you into a whole new realm of experience see more from a partnership with God in your daily activity. I couldn't recommend a book more highly than this book, God With You at Work by Andy Mason. Call into the studio line now, and I'll give you a copy free. 855-265-2929. 855-265-2929. Okay. All right. That was my commercial. I just want to make sure people get out there and start getting them to call Andy on your book. Give me another example. You still got another minute or so before the break. Give me another example of somebody whose life has been transformed by actually re- learning to recognize, to hear the voice of God as he cares about the intimate details of their daily business lives. Well, here's one on Friday. So this is uh, Friday. Uh, Shiva Nikravish is a local dentist, pediatric dentist. And she came down, single mum, from Alaska to Reading to do the school of ministry. 
14 nights in a row, she had a dream that God was telling her to start a business, a pediatric uh, dentistry business, and she freaked out. She thought, I couldn't do that. But in the end, she's like, it's so consistent, I'm going to do it. Well, to cut the story short, she was, uh, you know, just the favor of God in her life was given uh, the office. People helped her with the process right through to over the, the last, I think it's a year plus now, the business has just boomed. But we took a team in there on Friday, and she's saying in one particular room, uh, that would be they were having difficulty with the children. Uh, the children weren't sleeping as well under, under anesthesia, and they were just having challenges. So we just had a team of local business people just agree together that God would change the situation. We just prayed and blessed her. Well, she emailed me at the end of the day, just so excited, so delighted. She goes, every single child in that chair today has slept perfectly. And not only that, uh, but someone obviously coming in for some denti- dentist work with shorter cash, they had they just received an extra $1,500 to pay for the tra- right. children. We're talking with Andy Mason with the Heaven, Bi- Heaven and Business part of Bethel Church in Redding, California. We've been talking about his book, God With You at Work. We've been talking about how God is working in people's businesses and how God is using Redding or Bethel Church to impact their community through the economic Economic Development Corporation and the involvement in the community and how it's turned around the reputation for Christ in the community. So we've talked about a lot of different things. So if you've missed the first 45 minutes of the show, you're going to have to listen to you're going to have to go back and listen to the archives. All right, Andy, before we run out of time today, I really want to talk about, you know, what's next for the Heaven and Business series. I, I mean, well, maybe we ought to go back, step back on how can people get involved in getting involved in the uh, the teaching series in Heaven and Business? I mean, is it a school where they register to go? I mean, how's that all work? What we've just launched is a series of online. Well, currently they're free, uh, once a month online uh, video conferences. So uh, anyone can subscribe or jump onto that um, via the globallegacy.com platform. It's purely just a relational network that anyone can jump onto, and or they can email uh, HIB, so Heaven and Business, HIB at team.ibethel.org, and we'll add them onto an email list and give them access to that. So that's one way. And uh, so the last three months has been the first one I had Chris Valentin on Hearing God at Work, and then we uh, had. Uh, Shiva Nikravesh, the lady I was telling you about, and also Dave Charlson talking about their businesses of what happens when God comes to work. And then last week we had a a pizza franchise, uh, what happens when heaven invades pizza and people are getting healed by eating the pizza. So we can email them those uh, links to those resources. Or the easiest way is just to jump on Facebook heaven in business and every single day we're just posting stories of, of what god is doing in the business realm all right you said it so now we're gonna have to ask that question let's talk about people getting healed by eating pizza obviously we're talking about a business that has committed every pizza to christ and as people i mean talk take it more specific talk about what's going on yeah so uh, jeremiah and shelley I had uh, come from the more the corporate and hospitality background in Hawaii, came out to Reading looking for a job, couldn't find it. And so in the process, they got introduced to a franchise. So the franchise is Westside Pizza. Well, 
at the same time they did a heaven and business workshop and they're just lit up with this concept there is more and we want to explore how much more there is so they would just involve god in every aspect of the business and that doesn't mean it was just easy there was a certain challenge getting established but one thing they did do was they would pray over the dough so as they're making the dough for the pizzas that pray jesus we just invite you into the situation that as people eat this pizza they'll get healed from diseases because uh, you're the god who heals us uh, that their re- relationships be restored that get jobs and better jobs and they just declare this well we've now got a documented more than one documented case of someone going into that pizza shop the story is in the book uh, from molly ate the pizza she grew up with a, a gluten and lactose intolerant uh, condition and went to a doctor after eating that and he said if you'd eaten that much gluten you should feel like you were hit by a bus three months later she is still perfectly fine hmm, that's fantastic i'm trying to figure out why a gluten person has got lactose intolerance eating pizza in the first place but that she was just it was a step of faith that's fantastic all right so people are coming from all over the world to participate in heaven and business aren't they i mean they're they're coming they're moving there participating learning and then are they going back to their other countries other states yeah, absolutely. So there's there's people all over the planet that are, that are doing this from Alaska to China, and, and wonderful. I mean, we don't have a, a corner on what God is doing in business. He's God is completely unlimited, and there's just wonderful, wonderful stories all over the world, uh, from New Zealand to Australia to England to Russia. So it, it's super, super exciting as more and more stories start to come in. So what's next? What's next for the Heaven and Business series? What's next for Andy Mason as as you look forward to the second half of the uh, uh, of t- the two thousand and teens? Well, what's next? What's going on at Bethel Church next? So we're launching our first ever um, executive uh, business executive spiritual retreat. So aimed at that corporate level. They're just experimenting with, they don't need more business, but what would it look like to, to give them an overwhelming dose of a spiritual experience that would just light up and bring fruit in their business day-to-day life? So we're launching that in November, um, and that's just obviously a pilot with a very limited number of people. Um, but then we're we're playing with how do we take what we've got and make that more accessible to people all over the planet. So hence we're pulling together a, a monthly video conference, uh, a group, you know, Google group so people can ask and, and discuss. Um, we email out testimonies and then we're going to make like a quarterly uh, conference call. We can have question and answer and just trying to say, okay, this is what we're doing here. It's not just here, but how can we export that to equip people and inspire them with so inspire them and then equip them with practical keys to partner more with God at work. Hmm, that's that's going to launch in January. That's fantastic. So this stuff's going to be made available. I mean, once it's on the web, you can get out anywhere, and, and that's the beautiful part of it. I mean, even Africa, where a lot of people don't have you know a lot of electricity, they've got mobile phones, so they can look at this stuff on their on their phones, and and that's just fantastic. As a community, Redding, California, what's next up for your Heaven and Business series on making an impact on the community? Um, so a lot of the way that we work is not so much it's not our job to do it it's our job to activate people to connect with god and do it so seeing the likes of these um so the more that we uh, as in 
my team can activate the people around us and encourage the people around us to partner with God, the most natural outcome is that kingdom is advanced. Uh, whether that's loving the next customer in front of you, whether that's uh, cleaning toilets and praying that the next person that sits on the toilet encounters Jesus, it's wherever people are at. So what we're doing now is, is partnering with another of the local churches uh, called The Stirring. Uh, just a wonderful, wonderful church, and they've got a great business community as well. So partnering with them in their venue and saying, okay, how can we do this more together to see our city business people activated to partner with God? Hmm, that's, so that's the, that's the next step. Activating the people. I love that. So really just, well, just describe that quickly, activating the people. Um, so those events, there's huge, huge emphasis on testimony of what is God doing, what is God doing, because we get to, you get more of what you repeat, and when we share what God is doing, yeah, it's like setting up an ambush for God, because it happens again and again and again. So emphasis on testimony, uh, and then we have uh, different people speaking, so some practical keys in, in business, and then uh, interviewing them on, so how did you do this? How did you, how do you weave your spiritual life in with your practical business life how is god uh making himself known and walking with you in this business and then we release everybody to to pray for one another and be be the arms and feet to one another encouraging one another in business so that's what that looks like Uh, we also take teams of local business people into local businesses every two weeks (laughs) friday morning 8 a.m to 9 a.m and we just go in, and really it's experimenting. Uh, Jesus sent the disciples out and said, wherever you enter, uh, say peace to this house, or release the fullness that is in the presence of God, physical, financial, mental, emotional, spiritual, and relational. So we do that, and we just, so every couple of weeks, that's just activating our business people to partner with God, and then challenging them to do the same on their own in their own business at any time. That's fantastic. All right, we've come to the end of another I Work For Him show. On tomorrow's show, Mary Welshel from Christian Women in Business will be joining us. We talk about a woman's perspective on healthy relationships with men in the workplace. You're listening to the I Work For Him show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. I'm a Christ follower who owns my own business, but ultimately, I work for him. 